Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm trying out a different intro today. How do you like that voice? Was that good? Was that, that, was, was that welcoming? Was that... I, know it's, I know Halloween's in a week and a half, but damn, that was scary. Welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. Was that good? That was sexy. That was sexy? Oh, yeah. That was going the opposite direction then. Uh, welcome to the show. We got a great show for you guys today. We're going to do our <laughs> losers of the week. <laughs> we're going to uh, talk some basketball. We got the Raptors starting their season tonight, and one of us is going to the game um hint hint he doesn't know the difference between a sexy and a scary voice and we're gonna talk nfl news uh because there's a lot that happened this is a very important waiver wire pickup week because it's the bipocalypse we yeah. got so many teams on by so we're gonna give you some f pow we're gonna tell you who to pick up it's gonna be great but uh should we get started neil with our losers of the week absolutely we should <laughs> Loser. Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Should I start? Take it away, Josh. All right, I'm going to start. loser of the week this week? Okay, so I don't know if you saw, I don't know if our listeners saw or heard, rather, uh, the soundbite from Joel Embiid talking about his, his teammate for the time being, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is at practice. Ben Simmons is is there. He's, he's, he's ready to compete. He's apparently physically able to compete right now but um he got kicked out of practice the other day and he's suspended now for game one um at at the at the decision of doc rivers the coach and joel Embiid, in um when asked about it in an interview after this practice that he was kicked out for Embiid responded at this point i don't care about that man so my loser of the week is joel Embiid, because you don't say that about a teammate Ben Simmons is, like I said, he's at practice. He's there. He's ready to compete. You need to work on that relationship. You need to... And we were talking about it before. Ben Simmons has always had Embiid's back. Embiid has not always been a crowd favorite in Philly. And so for Embiid to come out and say, at this point, I don't care about that man. Yeah, I get it. He's, he's you know, created some turmoil this offseason season. Uh, by you know uh, not responding to to messages from teammates, not responding to coaches' messages, not wanting to come in and you know talk to anyone or practice with them or do any uh, preseason uh, anything really. But you need to be professional about it. You need to be professional. You can't just come out in the media and say at this point I don't care about that man. Hundred percent. Yeah. Don't fucking throw your teammate under the bus. My loser of the week is Ben Simmons. <laughs> what a transition that was. All right. You know, I, I feel for Ben after the MB comments, but I understand MB's frustration. I understand this is stemming all off season. This is coming from, you know, the, the end of last season when we, you know, played that parody clip of Ben Simmons being afraid of the basketball. <laughs> this is, it, it, it's all come. How many times has Ben Simmons been a loser of the week? You know, uh, he is he is definitely in the league. The reigning, defending. Yeah. Undefeated, probably. This, you know, Ric Flair, 16-time world champion in WWE, WWF history. Ben Simmons, probably like a five-time Loser of the Week champion right now. So yeah. my Loser of the Week is Ben Simmons. He is 
doing you know far greater harm to this team right now being at practice than sitting at home mm-hmm. he is a distraction he is taking away from the hard work that these players have put in over the preseason, over the offseason. 76ers have fined him $1.4 million and suspended him for the first game. But the $1.4 I thought million, my $75 parking ticket was a lot. But $1.5 million. $1.4 million. $1.4. For his ab- that's from his absence for the four preseason games. So he's getting fined $360,000 for each missed game. He hasn't earned any money since he returned on October 11th. What I don't understand is how he can return to practice and act the way he's acting. You know, like he was eating a bag of Doritos so loudly, crunching so loudly, getting crumbs on the court while everyone else on the team runs drills. I mean, Doritos are fucking good. So, like, I mean, the, like, the blatant disrespect. You know, and I also don't understand how. That's some Doritos marketing right there. Yeah, he was eating Doritos. I guess he's working for Doritos now. Yeah. You know, he's got to make money somehow. But Ben Simmons also forgave Kendall Jenner six times for cheating. Let that sink in for six a second. Six times? He forgave her six times for true? cheating. Is that true? It's true. Six times. He cannot come to forgive the Sixers. You know, he, he can't speak to Doc Rivers or Joel Embiid. You know, like, have this make some sense. You know, how is it cool for someone to want to trade this badly and be this disrespectful to the team that is, that he's asking to trade him? How can we, why is he being this disrespectful to the staff, to the security, to the teammates, to the coaches? You know, just make it make sense to me because it doesn't make any sense. So what happens with Ben Simmons going forward? What do you do with him? That is the, the biggest question of this offseason and going into the season is yeah what do you do with ben simmons do you trade him you know how low his value is right now knowing that what he's doing right now like remember all the stuff with like anthony davis like not showing up to pelicans practices not wanting to be on the team at like openly asking for a trade and you know his value his value didn't go down but no team wanted that sort of toxicity Except the Lakers. It's obviously. an absolute joke, if you ask me. It's only going to get uglier, like in my opinion. It, yeah. It's only going to get uglier. Imagine if he, he plays in an actual season game for Philly. You know the reception that man is going to get? Mm-hmm. Like when they announce him onto the court? Oh my God. I honestly. He's going to get ripped apart. You know, I honestly had every, you know, understand. Like I, I, I truly believed. Yeah, part of me still does believe. I truly believe that the Philadelphia 76ers were going to be able to figure this out, seeing that Ben Simmons returned to practice, seeing that he was actually taking part in drills until Joel Embiid opened his mouth and said what he said. You know, I've never heard anything like that before in my entire life. I've never heard... To say that about a, a current teammate, yes. To, to have that say being said about a teammate... And what I don't understand is, yeah, I am. My loser of the week is Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons has had Joel Embiid's back. Yeah, like we talked about. Yeah, you know, like he has had his back throughout his career. You know, and and for Joel Embiid to just go boys, out, yeah. yeah, he's he's been supportive over the years. I understand like 
things have happened over the last few months here with the 76ers, but for this relationship to take a huge 360 spin like this, I just don't understand. I mean, it came it came from last last year's playoffs, right? Where the ab- abhorrent performance by Ben Simmons, like not being able to shoot the ball, uh, you know, shooting rocks, shooting bricks when he does, like scoring four points in an in a playoff game, an elimination game, like, and then the, the fans obviously Ben Ben Simmons is obviously on social media. And he sees, I think he ended up deleting some social media in this office, if I do remember correctly. But the fans just destroyed him, went after him. They were burning his jerseys. The man was still on the team, and they were burning his jerseys. So, I mean, like, that obviously, Ben Simmons was obviously paying attention to that. And that obviously left a sour taste in his mouth. Um and so I don't know. I don't know what go what's going on in the mind. I don't think anyone knows what's going on in, in the mind of Ben Simmons. But I honestly don't know where you go from here with that with that player. Obviously the trades didn't work. Thirty five and a half million dollars a year for the next five years. Ben Simmons' contract. That's gross. I'm gonna put that figure out there. That's 35 gross. Thirty five for the next five years? Half, for the it next is? five. I don't know. So he's going to play this year. Somewhere. Because he's not going to give up 35. That's the reason he's back at practice. He's yeah. not going to sit on, sit out on... Thir- who in their right mind is going to sit out on $35.5 million? Oh, I know who. His name's Kyrie Irving. Is it? Oh, that transition. Wow, you deserve a medal for that one. Wow. So we're ready to talk about Kyrie Irving, eh? You want to talk Kyrie Irving? Let's talk Kyrie Irving. Oh man! Um, talk about the biggest mystery of this offseason, Mister. You know, yeah. Okay, I will say there's a big part of me that respects Kyrie Irving, not for this, but for you know what he's done uh, for social injustice injustices in the country, mm-hmm. the steps that he's taken. Um, you know the the causes the activism of Kyrie Irving is is you you is unquestionable you can't deny it um, and I commend him for that. Uh, but when it comes to getting your vaccine, that's a different story. Kyrie Irving has refused to get his vaccine, um, even though there's the NBA mandate that if you don't have your vaccine, you're not going to play. Um, he's refused to get his vaccine and he's not playing. He's not with the team. He's not, as far as I know, he's not in contact with Steve Nash. Every time Steve Nash steps in, steps in front of a mic, he, he lets the world know that he, he knows as much as the, the reporters do. So I don't know. Do we see Kyrie Irving play this season? I think that's just the overarching arching question. It's just like, do is that, a, is that a reality? Yeah, I mean, everyone is just, this is controversy at its finest here. You know, like I'm reading posts all across the internet, all across Twitter. Howard Stern, legendary radio host, Howard Stern ripped him, saying he's a complete douchebag, saying that he's the top idiot in the country. Other people are like around social media are calling him a martyr. Like, I don't understand. Like, like, I can't believe that Charles Barkley had some common sense because I don't really trust everything Charles Barkley says. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do side on the fact when Charles Barkley says, first of all, 
you don't get the vaccine for yourself. You get it for other people. Yeah. hundred percent. And that is the entire reason why the NBA has this COVID vaccine policy in place. You know, like there are still NBA players that don't have the vaccine and they have an exemption to play in certain states. This in is a state, states, yeah. this is a state by state exemption rule that varies from state to state in the U S but the state of New York says that you have to have your vaccine in order to play in the state of New York. Mm-hmm. Why is it that other players that are coming, such as Bradley Beal, who is unvaccinated, why is it that he is exempt and able to play in New York, but Kyrie Irving is not? That being said, keep in mind, this can all be resolved if he just gets the jab. If he just gets the fucking vaccine. And that's why I appreciate what Chuck said. When he said, do it for other people, don't do it for yourself. You know, so, I mean, here we are. That was the LeBron quote, too. Um, You know, when he talked about getting the vaccine, he talked about he was skeptical at first, um, which, you know, that's fair. It's fair to say that it's the when it's first coming out and everyone's like getting it so suddenly people are getting sick from it. Mm -hmm. That's fine if you want to be skeptical. Um, But then he said he did his research and he he came to the conclusion that it's best for his family. If, in order to keep his family safe, he needed to get that vaccine. Yep. Which, you know, ties into what Charles Barkley was saying. In you order get it for to, your teammates. You get it for your family. Yeah. Just don't be a, a selfish prick. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, get the vaccine. So, I don't know. It, and now we're getting reports that the, the Nets are planning to be without Kyrie for the season. Well, the Nets said if you can't practice in full... If you can't practice with the team in full, we don't want you on the yeah. team. And good for them. Yeah. Because they're making a stand. Yeah. Fuck. If I was the GM or ownership of the Nets, I would have done the same thing. You know, I right now I would be saying, okay, do not be with the team if you're going to be a distraction. And this is why I wanted to tie in Kyrie to Ben Simmons mm-hmm. because the Sixers can take a lesson from Sean Marks, the GM and president of the Nets. He could. Honestly, the Sixers franchise could take the Kyrie Irving situation as an example and say, hey, if you're not going to be committed to being a part of this team and what like everything that we do with this team, everyone else is vaccinated on that team. It's yep. just Kyrie. Yep. And we don't want you to be at practice until you can get there. You know, so. How frustrating would must this be for, for Kevin Durant, for James Harden? Knowing that, you know, this is the season. You're all fully healthy. Last season was a mess. Like, you still made it far in the playoffs. But last season was a mess. I think you had, what, seven games where the three of you were healthy at the same time throughout the entire season. So, like, this is this is the year to do it. This is a team. This is the, one of the greatest big threes I think I've ever seen. And you you have the opportunity in front of you. And Kyrie Irving just can't pull his head out of his own ass long enough to fucking realize what they have in front of them. Where was Kyrie Irving last night? Did he even know that the Nets were playing? You think? I saw a video. He was probably Instagram live somewhere. He was probably I saw a video of him playing pickup football. Maybe he's changing sports now. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe he's pulling a Tebow. Adam Silver has called for him to go out and just get make sure he gets his vaccine. But like, what else can you say to this guy, right? Like, in order for, I feel like in order for Brooklyn to even be in the discussion of you know a contender this year, they need Kyrie Irving. 
Mm-hmm. We saw what happened when they stacked up against a top-tier team in Milwaukee last night where they didn't stand a chance. They, they, they didn't hold a lead the entire game, the Brooklyn Nets, last night against mm-hmm. Milwaukee. So, I don't know. It's not going to look good for that team this year if they don't get this all resolved. They don't have the depth to play with only Kevin Durant and, and James Harden. They need a they need Kyrie Irving out there. They do, but I don't know. I I honestly don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't see Kyrie Irving bending at this point. I don't see him coming out. And you know the Instagram lives that he's done. He he's he's made that stance known that that's where his head is at, and that's where he he seems just very firm do you, on being a douchebag. Do you think that Kyrie Irving is a victim at all in all of this? No. Do you think he has... Victim? What ma- no. What yeah, makes him a victim? Kyrie Irving has come out and said that, hey, this is my body. I get to choose what I want. Shut you know, the kind fuck of, up. Kind of playing the victim card in all of this. You know, you know, people Don't. can say what they want. People can tell him what they want. Do you have any remorse or sympathy for Kyrie Irving? No. God, no. Get your... Kyrie Irving could walk into a fucking Walmart... And not be vaccinated and get someone else sick. He could be asymptomatic. He could get someone else sick. Come too close to them, whatever. Put his germs on something. Someone else touches that. They become sick. They go home, infect their family, infect an elder. That person dies. Yeah. Get your fucking vaccine, Kyrie Irving. Stop being a fucking asshole. I could could really get into that. I could really get into the the way I feel about these fucking protesters that that walk down the streets of Toronto talking about my body, my choice. Shut the hell up. Do this for everyone else. Listen to Charles Barkley. How often have we said that on this podcast? Listen to Chuck. Listen to Chuck. Listen to Charles Barkley. And get your fucking vaccine. That's it. Have you seen that clip of... I'm going, I'm going off topic here, but have you seen that clip of... Um, it, it, I believe it was in California where these there was an anti-vax rally. And uh, they're walking down the street and they're saying, um, y- do you see any any homeless people in the streets uh, with, with COVID or dying of COVID? No. Why is that? And then a homeless person responded, because we're vaccinated, you dumb fuck. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny, actually. Um, but be... Be like that homeless person, guys. Don't be like the, the protesters with the megaphone or Kyrie Irving. Just get your vaccine. Just don't be an asshole. Um, but yeah, getting back to Kyrie Irving, getting back to the NBA. Do you honestly see Kyrie Irving sitting out this entire season? I do. You know, if he... Unless the laws in the state of New York change... Which they won't. They won't. They probably won't. He's not going to now go out and get vaccinated. It's not... Something I can foresee happening. Um, I don't know. I don't. I actually own him on one of my fantasy teams. You do. So I'm gonna try and ride this out for as long as I can. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. He went in maybe the eighth round. What was it? Eighth or ninth round? Eleventh. Eleventh round. Yeah. Shit. Second last round out of a twelve team. Nobody league. wanted. I've, I've been talking to other people in our league, and nobody wanted anything to do with Kyrie Irving. No. Neither did I, but you know the value's there if he does play. So If he does play. He might last a week on my fantasy squad. Anyway, should we move on to some more NBA news? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. 
We're talking about what, what I think we're talking about. Yeah. We're we're talking about the LA Lakers. Okay, nope, not yet. Okay, let's talk about the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the Lakers. Um, Russell Westbrook had a poor showing, to say the least, last night with his in his season debut with the LA Lakers. This morning, ESPN um, is. I don't know if you realize this, but ESPN is calling for the Lakers to bench Russell Westbrook. One game into the season, they're they're saying they're suggesting that they should bench him or have him come off the bench rather than start. I was, I was seeing that you can't put Russell Westbrook after naming him the, part of the big three in L.A. After what you gave up to trade for Russell Westbrook, why can't you? You're gonna bring Russell Westbrook off the bench? I think you should bring Rondo into the starting lineup and push Russ to the bench. No way. You make the big three, Rondo, LeBron, and AD. You can't have two ball hogs in the same backcourt like LeBron and Russ. Okay, so you're, you're just, just going to like every time LeBron steps off the court, you're going to put on Westbrook? And yeah, they're going to share some time on the court, no doubt. But like you, you have Russ run that second unit, bring some energy to the second unit. I understand it. His stats are going to fall off dramatically this year if he does uh end up in that second unit but you know from what we saw in the first game doesn't look good no it doesn't look good um but i think they, they're still figuring it out yeah i can't imagine more than 82 games if you have like a 90 percent healthy lebron james if you have a healthy ad and you have a healthy russell Be- westbrook once he figures out how to play with the other two players the, the other big two on this team i don't think there's any other team at least in the West, that can compete and beat this team. Yeah, honestly. You know, not, this isn't a knock on the Golden State Warriors because Golden State came back. They stayed tight the entire game, came back and won that game last night. But this is, a, this is you know, the biggest three that we've ever seen put together. You know, we've seen some big threes, yeah. and I think this might be the best big three we've ever seen. LeBron, AD, and Westbrook. Fuck Chris Bosh and D-Wade. This is the best <laughs> big three I've ever seen. Yeah, fair. I mean, like LeBron is still like LeBron stills in prime LeBron. Like, he, I, I will argue that he has not left. Like, he's he's more injury prone now, maybe, but he's still prime LeBron. Like, he went off last night. Yeah, like mid season form off. So let's see if his body can handle the rigors of eighty two games this season. He's definitely going to sit out some games for load management. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. No. But the team's going to want. And if he has his way, he's he's not going to. He didn't sit out a lot last season. No, he's still going to be in the MVP chat Mm -hmm. this year. But we'll see. I mean, what happens happens. But um, did you see what Kyle Kuzma tweeted last night after the game? No. What did he say? He said that the Lakers are 0-7 without Kyle Kuzma. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, That's, you're not wrong, Kyle Kuzma. Well played. I think Kyle Kuzma is going to have a breakout year this year. You know, it's we, we talked about it before the show, where, like, every cast-off from the Lakers ends up getting an opportunity and exploding on the scene. Becoming, like, possible MVP candidate. Yeah, I mean, like, you've seen it with, Brandon Ingram with uh, Jewel, um, Julius Randle. Hopefully now with, with Kyle Kuzma, we've seen it with Alonzo Ball. I'm hoping uh, Montrez Harrell has the same thing too. Because, you know, he was great on the Clippers. Yeah, he, he, he won. won sixth man of the yeah. year on the Clippers. Then he went to L.A., did or the Lakers, rather. 
and did absolutely nothing with the Lakers. But now he's on Washington. So we'll see. Do you have any, you know, sort of worry about the Lakers and Westbrook this year? Or do you think they're going to be okay? I think they're going to be okay. I very much think that this is the team to beat in the West. Still championship favorites? Yes. Okay. Yes, I agree. All right. Let's move on to the Raptors. Speaking of, I'm going to try a transition here. Speaking of Montrez Harrell, I'm seeing him play tonight against the Toronto Raptors. Now I can say it. Oh, baby. The Raptors season opener, home opener is tonight. Got some breaking news for the Raptors tonight as well. I got Chris Boucher is going to play tonight. He is back. Really? He is back. Get out of here. Chris Boucher. From a dislocated finger. (laughs) Oh, baby, I'm trying to contain my excitement. Chris Boucher, who was supposed to be out for like a few weeks, was he not? Yeah. He said he's feeling good. No pain, no restrictions. He's going to play tonight in the opener. Chris Boucher. Chris! Oh, man. Put some fucking weight on, dog. (laughs) Like... Who knows? Muscle maybe he up. comes out. Maybe he comes out just jacked as fuck. Too. I hope. I honestly <clears throat> hope he has because that guy is thinner <laughs> than a twig. Okay, let me paint you a picture here. So I'm going to the game tonight. Toothpick Boucher. I'm moving on from that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the game tonight. I don't know if I've said that already, but I'm going to the game tonight. Once again, I'm going to the game tonight. Just picture it in your mind. You're, you're seeing the players warm up on the court pregame. They go off into the dressing room. You get the you get the dance crew out there. Dance crew leaves. And then the lights go down. Because the fucking game is about to start. And you see that fucking promo that comes up on the screen about, you know, the Raptors being away from home. We're back home. We're back where we belong. The flames shoot up from uh, where they usually shoot up from on the, the backboard. And just like that, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Cause like, how much did we talk about how excited we are for the Raptors to come back home and how much energy they were missing last year throughout the entire season because they didn't have that home crowd? It's honestly like another player on the court in Toronto because that home crowd. Oh, I'm going to lose my voice tonight. Don't get me wrong. I'm losing my voice. Tonight. Good thing we're not recording tomorrow. Yeah, seriously. That's one of the reasons I wanted to record today. Because I would be... My voice would not be here tomorrow. Will not be here tomorrow. I'm just so excited. And if you're if you're not watching this game tonight, what are you doing? Besides Neil. Neil's going to be at work. But he's going to watch the game too because you're going to put the sound on as well. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. It's just, you know... When- do you have goosebumps? I have goosebumps. I do have goosebumps. They're coming home. They haven't played a home yeah. game in over a year and a half. Our boys are home. Since, you know, you remember the bubble? That seems like ages ago. I don't like ago. to talk about the bubble. Do you remember the bubble? I do. Do you remember, remember OG's, like, His walk game-winning off. walk-off three-pointer against Boston mm-hmm. with, like, one-tenth of a second left? Do you remember that? I remember like Kyle Lowry ago. passing that over Taco Fall. You remember OG just sauntering off, like, yeah, yeah. I did that. So that's going to happen. In front of nobody. In front of no crowd. In front of the millions. Well, nobody was in the, in the building. I know. I know. There was no. There was a bunch of screens with with fans. With on, fans on them. Yeah. But yeah. I remember Other that. than like actual NBA personnel and, and coaches and players. And there wasn't really anyone there. But 
What are your expectations for the Raptors this year? As in, who do you think is going to be the breakout player on this team this year? Who do you like? What are your expectations for reasonable expectations for our uh, star rookie Scotty Barnes? Um, My best friend, who is my neighbor, Scotty Barnes. What do you think the impact of our new faces are going to be on this team? Like, what what do you think is going to happen this year? Let's start off with who do you think is going to be the breakout player of the year for the Raptors this year? Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent. I think he's he's never played in front of a Toronto crowd before, mm-hmm. not as a Raptor. Um, his dad has. His dad has. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Um, but Gary Trent Jr. is going to have a breakout season. He the only real you know playing time we saw with him was you know uh, playing underneath Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. If we have him as like a through and through shooting guard to play with Van Vliet, I think he's going to have a breakout year. I picked him up in fantasy basketball in our draft because um, I think he's he's going to go off this year. What about you? I think it's going to be OG Ananobi this year. You don't think he's had a breakout yet? He's improved across the board every single season he's played. Um, I know I've already spoken about Fred in previous episodes. I know Fred's going to do his thing. He's going to get better this year, especially without this, being in the shadow of Kyle Lowry. But I think, you know, this is... OG's year where he takes another step forward and he is the number one option. You know, I even when a couple years ago when Kai, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard was here, OG looked like a poor man's Kawhi a few years ago. He looked like he a was Kawhi, learning under under Kawhi, yeah, Kawhi in training. And now, you know, OG, I feel like it's his time, you know, to be the number one option, especially with the first few weeks with. Guys like Scotty Barnes trying to find his way with guys like Fred running the offense. I feel like the number one scoring option is going to go through. It's going to be funneled through OG. You know, hopefully his offensive growth still continues to to be on the uptick. Um, I feel like his usage is going to go up, mm-hmm. you know, because of the options. So I feel his jump offensively, at least, because you know the defensive stats are going to be there. I feel like his offensive jump is going to be key to the Raptors' success. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, what was the next question you asked? Scotty Barnes. This is rookie year. What are some you know reasonable expectations that you have for him? How do you think he's going to perform? Do you think he ends up being the full-time starter? What do you think he puts up in terms of stats this year? I think he's is a he starter. The, is he the rookie of the year? Like, What do you think? I think he's very much in contention for Rookie of the Year. Very much so. Um, I think he's a starter until Spicy P comes back. How many minutes a game do you think he plays? Um, 20, give or take, I would say. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to ease him into it. Um, he's obviously got that energy. He's always obviously like... they. I mean, like, who knows? Nick Nurse might want him to control that second unit to have to give that second unit that uplift that energy um but yeah i think he's a starter until pascal siakam comes back which should be i guess in a few weeks because he's starting contact work now which is great um so i think um he's a starter until he comes back and then scotty Barnes is going to come off the bench he's definitely in contention for rookie of the year might even be six man of the year who knows yeah, to that point, I think, you know, sky's the limit for this this kid. You know, he he's going to play a ton with Siakam out. He has to. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's he, literally the option. 
even coming off the sec like with the second unit coming off the bench i feel like he's going to get no less than 25 minutes a game mm-hmm. i feel like they're gonna just pepper this kid with minutes and i'll tell you why he is going to be in contention for rookie of the year because of his defensive stats not so much his offense but i talked about him being kind of like a, a you know a power guard you know a power forward yeah forward that's a guard as well because he averages a lot of assists he's good at like his vision on the court's great he's good at finding his teammates he's still working on his offense you know his three-point shot could use some work Mm -hmm. you know like give it there's gonna be some turbulence this year he's a rookie but what we're gonna see on the defensive end is energy what happens with energy you get a lot of turnovers you get a lot of steals blocks when you're flashy like scotty barnes is when you're long you got length you got hops. Scotty has both of those. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to do well, you know, as a role player this year. What do you think of uh, Goran Dragic? Uh, I think he's going to play a role, you know, on the second unit. Prefer not to have him on the team. but I prefer not to have him on the team either. I think he's going to be great, you know, for a guy like Malachi Flynn. You know, a great tutor for Malachi Flynn. Mm-hmm. And once Malachi gets all the information he needs from him, send his ass packing. Send him off. Yeah, send him to whoever wants him. Maybe midseason. I, mean, I think we keep Dragic until midseason, and then um, we send him to the highest bidder. Hundred percent. I'm excited for this team. You know, where do you think the, the Raptors finish? Well, we talked about this last week. Um, yeah. I have not wavered. I think they finish top six. Still top six. Mm-hmm. It's go. It's it's after I watch the game tonight. If we were to talk about this tomorrow, I'd maybe say top two, top one. Now I I have my qualms. You know, with with Raps finishing top six, I I still think they finish top six. However, you know, I've had a week skeptical. I'm skeptical because the Raptors always endure injuries. They always endure injuries, and now as as does every team. Let me paint you a scenario here. All right, paint away. If you if Fred VanVleet was to miss significant time this year, where do you think they finish? How significant? Let's say he's out for a month at least, um, which would be 20 games, 15 to 20 games. Did you not see, though, how Malachi Flynn stepped up when he had to last mm-hmm. season? What if Pascal Siakam is out for a more extended period of time? Scotty Barnes will step up even more. OG Ananobi. We have the depth. Like you're, you're listing out these players, but the Raptors have depth. Okay. At every position. So I, I get what you're saying, but I'm skeptical. The reason I'm saying I'm skeptical is because we've seen this player, or sorry, we've seen this team, excuse me, uh, falter when injuries come. And injuries do hurt teams. Mm-hmm. You know, they do. It's a, it's a part of the season. That's why your depth has to game, be, yeah. has to be, you have to have some stellar depth. And I think Masai is, is going to be able to weather any sort of injuries that happen to this team. However, they're going to be hovering around that seventh, sixth seed, I think, for most of the year, injuries or not. So I think this is a playoff team, considering how bad some of the teams in the East, in the bottom, in the basement of the East is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited and hopeful for this team to sneak into the playoffs and do some damage. I mean, like, we, you talk about Masai. Masai stayed yeah. this offseason. Yeah. Why did he stay? He believes so much in this team. A lot of people are like, oh, Masai's leaving. This team's done. The Raptors are done. Masai's like, uh-uh-uh. A tumbo finger wave. 
I'm back because yeah. this is a team that's going to surprise a lot of people. If there's one thing that can be said, um, I think unanimously across the board about this Raptors team is that it's going to be fucking exciting. Oh my God. It's, it's gonna going be to be exciting. It's going to be fucking you know, exciting. And one, one thing that they've navigated really well is, you know, trying to battle the rebuild with still keeping their playoff aspirations alive, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I think Masai's done a really good job at that, at chipping out guys like uh, Ibaka, Gasol, uh, Kyle Lowry, Kyle you know, Lowry. Like, losing guys like Kawhi and still stay, staying competitive and relevant and, and even more exciting now than we probably saw last year. So let's get the season underway it's tonight. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, let's move on to some football. Let's do it. What are some quick takeaways from this past week? Uh, Steelers won. The Giants lost. <laughs> that's it. That, we can that's, move on that's, that's all we got. Uh, Not, a lot of injuries again. The Giants didn't just lose. The Giants lost their entire team. They've got yeah. their running backs out. All of their Almost all of their wide receivers, except for Sterling Shepard, are out. Um, their tight end is irrelevant regardless. Yeah. Their offensive tackle, their first round offensive tackle, Andrew Thomas is out. Blake Martinez is out for the season. Like, anyways, that first round pick is looking mighty fine right now. <laughs> you're not getting, you're going to have to beat out Detroit for the worst team. Are they still, Detroit still winless? Under, yeah. They're they still winless. Absolutely destroyed by Cincinnati this past week. Um, Lots of injuries this week from oh you know week six games. Goodness injuries. You have Alex Collins, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Running backs are very slim. AJ right Brown, Kadarius Tony, Christian McCaffrey is now on the IR, which means he's going to be out for three so weeks. Is Chris Carson. So is Chris Carson. Uh, separated shoulder, multiple shoulder and arm injuries for uh, Baker Mayfield. Nick Chubb sat out this week. Kareem Hunt. Like Nick a, Chubb is not on the IR, but Kareem Hunt is... is he's Kareem, on the IR now. Is Kareem Hunt done for the season? Is he? No, short-term IR. Is a calf right. injury. We'll see. We'll see. We've got Gibson from Washington. Mm-hmm. Calf injury. There's so many injuries. Couple that in with the fact that this is a week that we now have six teams on by. And six good teams. Six teams with so much fantasy relevance that like... You could go from an undefeated season so far in fantasy to to losing by a long shot. Yeah. Because you could have all of these stars on your team and then have to go searching on this waiver. That's why the waiver wire this week is so important. So important. Moving into week seven, we're going to talk about some pickups. Let's do it. Uh, do you want to go first with your fantasy pickup of the week? Uh, I think my fantasy pick of the week. It's really, it's really difficult to talk about this, considering it's, it's not difficult me. to talk. About. <laughs> yeah, so dramatic. It's difficult to talk about because you know it's your team that I'm going to be selecting Ooh, from. It's okay. Sterling Shepard. I figured you were going to do that. My pick of the week. Have him on your team. Yeah, Sterling Shepard, especially if you're in a PPR format. Your league, um, he's still very underowned because he's coming off an injury as of last week. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if he's available on your waiver wires, go and pick this guy up. He's 
receiving anywhere between 10 and 15 targets. Because who game. else are they going to throw <laughs> the no ball to? No one else to throw it to. He plays There's literally slot. no one else. He is a surefire bet to get you at least 75 yards because of the target share alone. If he gets into the end zone, even better, you may have a chance at winning your your week. So if he's available, go out and get him. Sterling, his name is. Sterling Shepard. Sterling Silver Shepard. Uh, say that 10 times fast. Um, my pickup of the week is also painful to say. Not because he's on the Steelers, because who would ever pick up anyone on the Steelers? Uh, my pickup of the week is Mr. Tight End on a new team, Zach Ertz. We talked about him last week. Um, he's going to be the number one tight end option in Arizona, where their quarterback is playing unbelievably, like through the roof. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be an option. And they face Houston this week. Um, it is a, a positive game script, so they they should go up pretty early. Um, but in order to go up, you have to score touchdowns. And I think Zach Ertz has a very good chance to be on the receiving end of some touchdowns. It's a good pickup. You know, great trade for the Arizona Cardinals last week. Yeah. Trading away after losing Max Williams for the season. They're tied to their top tight end. They're trading away very little to get a bonafide tight end in Zach Hertz. And it also frees up space for uh, Dallas Goddard on, uh, on Philadelphia. Does. So if you need, uh, if you don't, if you say you're like me and you put in a waiver claim for Zach Hertz and you didn't get him, you could uh, go out and get Dallas Goddard if he, if he is available. Absolutely. My second pickup of the week comes from a team playing this Thursday night. So if you, it being Wednesday today, it, if you have a chance to go pick this guy up, go get him. He is the running back that is still standing in <laughs> oh, Cleveland. He goes he's... by the name of Dearnest <laughs> Johnson. He is standing that on a hill an, by himself. That is an epic name, by the way, Dearness Johnson. And I feel, you know, with the Browns having such a short turnaround, Kareem Hunt now being placed on the IR, there is a chance that Nick Chubb suits up, but I don't think it matters because what we've seen out of Cleveland is they love to run the ball. That's, and it doesn't matter. They have enough, uh, enough, you know, touches on that team for their backfield that I feel Dearness Johnson will get points in this game if neither can go. Look for Johnson to have a huge day and one, rack up some points. One could say it, he de-earned a he, spot on he your team. He de-earned, and another reason why just came out this morning is that Baker Mayfield is officially listed out for oh, Week 7. Case Keenum is starting. Case Keenum. For when the was the last time you heard Rams. that name? Case Keenum starting for the Browns. This Thursday, wow. go get Dearness Johnson. He's going to fucking They are not going to throw the huge. football. They are going to run every <laughs> single play. Wow. They have a horrible offensive line, too. So, I don't know. Jeez. Um, my second pickup of the week is I'm sticking with a defense. Wow. I am sticking with a defense. I've had this defense on my team um, since, I think, week two. Um, they, are, they, have, they have won me some weeks. And that's the Arizona Cardinals. I thought you were going to say the New York Giants offense because sometimes they have to turn into defense with all. The, they have to turn it into defense. With, with so it's that the, glitch with where, all the turnovers. How know. how is this New York Giants offense <laughs> on my DSD? Who knows? <laughs> uh, good point. But uh, no, it's the Arizona Cardinals, and they face the Houston Texans this week. Wow. Who, um, Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Not instilling enough fear. I, I not really. That name in and of itself does not uh, does not strike fear in the hearts of many. 
Um, but no, it's the Arizona Cardinals. They have a, a very strong defensive core. Um, they're always going to be giving you some sacks. They're always going to be recovering some inter, uh, or getting some interceptions, recovering some fumbles. Arizona Cardinals, they're up against Houston this week. It's a good pickup. It's a good pickup. Awesome. I'm excited. Well, I hope these pickups help your team uh, navigate through a very difficult week seven a with six teams, injuries, bye weeks. It is crunch time for you, especially if you're starting off one and five or two and four. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> uh, I've, I've graduated from the one and five, um, but I'm still two and four, so I can't really say say much. But, All right, guys. Uh, well, we'll have some more insight for you next week here on, on our show. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. Podcast.